Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. And good evening, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Welcome to another episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. I am your host, as always, Tony Defio. So I thank you for joining me on this fine and humid in Pittsburgh Friday night, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook. And if you're listening on one of your audio platforms, thank you for joining me as well. And you can catch this show, The Hangover, Steelers Preview, The War Room, uh, The Curtain Call, The Scobro Show. I can go on and on. You can catch all those shows live every week on Facebook and, and, and YouTube. And please subscribe to our Facebook, I'm sorry, our YouTube channel. And please press like on YouTube and Facebook. And you, you can catch those live shows on our audio, any audio platform you, you can choose. You can, you, can, you can catch all those live shows and you can catch audio exclusive shows like the retro show with Brian Anthony Davis and yours truly. Uh, the live mic with Michael Beck, the stat geek with Dave Schofield. There's uh, let's ride with Jeff Hartman. Uh, there's so many shows, so many shows. I, I challenge myself. We can try to remember them all, but you can find them. Just, 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 just check out uh, Behind the Store Curtain on 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 iHeartRadio, for example. You'll find all those shows. Check ch- check out our channel on YouTube. You'll find all those shows. Facebook. We're always posting stuff on Facebook on our our Facebook channel and our Facebook page. So please check those out. And thank you to the live chat for uh, for joining me. There's George Teston, Cree, Sean Manahan, Patricia, Eric, Steelers Pittsburgh, Arthur. Notice how I didn't try to say a lot of those last names. I'm trying to stay cool, all right? I'm trying to keep my cool persona up, so I, I don't want to fumble those last names. 
And please uh, check out Behind Still Curtain, our, our website, where we bring you news, commentary, film breakdown. Anytime there's breaking news, anytime there's a transaction, anytime, for example, Sam Darnold breaks everybody's heart by getting traded to the Panthers instead of the Steelers, you'll find it all on Behind Still Curtain, the website. So please check that out. As we like to say, it's your one-stop shop for all your Steelers needs. It might have been changed. I don't know. It's unofficial. It's unofficial, but it's all cool. So please check that out. And as always, I have a few topics I want to discuss on tonight's show. And uh, by the way, uh, hi to Owen, David, who asked if I'm on a night shift. I've been on a night shift since January. Yeah, I've, I've adjusted. Just me, always a legend. EJ Lewis. I said those names because they were easy. And I, I try to take the easy way out. So that's why I pronounce those names. But the other ones, I haven't, I haven't worked my way up to that yet. But thank you all for joining me. But uh, as I was saying, I have, I have a, a, a uh, few topics I'd like to discuss, starting with the, the Sam Darnold trade from the Jets to the Panthers on Monday. I think a lot of Steeler fans were hopeful that he would wind up in Pittsburgh. And, and uh, you know, kind of like last year when Jameis Winston was available and a lot of people wanted the Steelers to sign him to be Ben's backup for a year or so and sort of uh, – you know, be groomed, even though he's, he was a longtime starter in the league by that point. But people were hoping that would happen last year. It didn't. He signed with the Saints. And this year, Sam Darnold, instead of coming to Pittsburgh, he went to Carolina. So another one bites the dust in that regard. Another future heir apparent who has a high bet pedigree that doesn't come to Pittsburgh. And when you hear what the what the Panthers had to give up to, to get – Darnold, uh, a two and a four for 2022 and a six for 2021, you know, draft picks. It seems like a, a pretty reasonable deal. And you wonder why, why couldn't the Steelers uh, make that same kind of deal? And, you know, it, it seems pretty reasonable to, to bring in somebody who could, who, who has a ton of potential, who started for three years in the league, who's still really young. I believe he's only 23, uh, Darnold. And, and, uh, uh, you know, could, could, could be your quarterback for the next decade. You know, it's, 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 it, it seems like a pretty reasonable deal. The only problem with that is Sam Darnold is still a, a big unknown. There's still a lot of question marks around him, even though he has, uh, started for three years. He started uh, for three years with the jets and, uh, you know, the Panthers situation is, is a little bit different than Pittsburgh's and the Panthers, as soon as they acquired Darnold, uh, they reportedly picked up his fifth-year option, which is wor- going to be worth just under nineteen million for twenty twenty-two, and that obviously guarantees that that he'll be making four point seven million dollars in twenty twenty-one. So that's what twenty-three, twenty-four million dollars you're guaranteeing this guy over the next two years. And you know they decided to move on from Teddy Bridgewater, at least reportedly so. I mean, he's still he's still a Panther, but uh, they've they've supposedly get, given him permission to seek a trade. And you know what that means when a team gives a player permission to seek a trade, it's, you could probably pretty much guarantee that he's not going to find a trading partner and they're likely going to, going to cut him. If not before June 1st, then after June 1st, uh, either way, it, 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 there's no doubt that Sam Darnold is going to Carolina to be their starter in week one of the 2021 season. So 
in the Steelers case, they already they already worked out a deal with Ben Roethlisberger. He's coming back next, this year. There's there's no question now. He, he they, they worked out a deal, so he's not going to retire. They're not going to release him. He's here for 2021. So if Darnold were, were to come here in a trade, you'd be paying him 4.7 million dollars to to sit on the bench for 2021 and be the backup and quote unquote learn uh, behind Ben. But would that really be the smart move to to do that with him? As I said, he's already started three years in New York, and you really want you really need to find out about this guy uh, once and for all. And having him sit on the bench for his fourth year, I don't think that would have been a wise move, especially if you're the Steelers. And and you know, would would they pick would they trade for him and and, and not pick up his fifth year option? It seems to me if you're going to invest that kind of a in, in if you're going to make that kind of a investment as far as trading th- away three picks, even though none of them are first round picks, if you're going to trade three picks uh, to, to get him, uh, you're probably going to want to uh, bring him here for two years. So you're going to, you're going to keep him here. You're going to have him on the bench at 4.7 million in, in 2021. And then when Ben retires, presumably next year, or, or you get rid of Ben or whatever, suddenly you're going to pay that guy $18.9 million to be your quarterback next year. You know, that might not be the, the going rate for the top guys in the modern era, but it's still a lot of money to pay somebody who is a is a is an unknown still. There's, there's a lot of question marks about Sam Darnold and whether or not he's the real deal. So he'd be coming off of three lukewarm years and a year where he, didn't, where he wouldn't have played other than maybe uh, mopping up for Ben or, or maybe he plays a game or two if Ben you know got got hurt, you know, that kind of thing. So basically he'd be on the hit of rode the bench in his fourth year instead of playing. Now you're going to, you're going to trust him to be your, your guy uh, in his fifth year. And you're going to pay him you know $19 million. That, that's to me, that's, that would be a, a pretty big risk. It's a big risk for the Panthers. Yes. What they're doing, but at least they're going to have 2021 to uh, sort of see what they have in him. And yeah, they're going to be on the hook for, for that kind of money next year, but at least they're, they'll, they'll know. And maybe they can adjust. Maybe they can, they can, uh, um, plan for the future. Whereas the Steelers, they would they would have just had to throw throw Darnold in there next year, and and pay him all that money and, and hope that 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 he had a good year. And let's say he did have a decent year, not a great year, but let's say he he threw in twenty twenty two. Let's say he would have thrown 24, 25 touchdowns, 10, 11 interceptions, uh, maybe four thousand yards or so. Maybe they make the playoffs. You know, yeah, it's a good year. Uh, and, and you're hopeful that 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 he's you know and he'll be he, he would he would be in his mid twenties by that point he'd be like what 25, 26, 25, I guess. So you're hopeful that that, that he's on the right path, but he's but still you don't know for sure, right? And if you're the Steelers heading into 2023, that off season, you have a big you, you would have you would have a big decision to make. Do you do you commit fully commit to this guy? On a, on a on a long-term deal and by that point you know he's going to want probably 30 million dollars a year or at least close to it you know it wouldn't be superstar uh French, you know patrick mahomes money or even Dak prescott money but it'd be pretty it'd want it'd want to be paid a lot of money and uh if you don't do that do you franchise tag him and that might be even more expensive as far as a base salary for 2023 i mean you know that's that's a big investment to make in a, in a in a guy like that, who's still not who who might look seem like he's on the right path, but you really don't know just yet. 
because you, you only got to see him from one year and his, and, and the other year he was, he was a backup. So, uh, you know, it would have been a bit different if the Steelers got, got Darno Darnold as opposed to the Panthers and, you know, the Panthers, I mean, they still might have buyer's remorse next year. If, if, if Darnold is really bad or, or doesn't show any kind of progress in 2021, 20, uh, now you're on the hook for 19 million, you know, uh, with this guy next year. And, you know, Teddy Bridgewater is, he might be a great example of, of, you know, betting, betting on, on a quarterback with a, with a high pedigree and Teddy, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, before he hurt his knee, he was, uh, he was expected to go far in Minnesota. There, there were high hopes for him and he was on his way and then he hurt his knee uh, and then he became a, you know, he, he became a backup and then he found his way to new Orleans and he, he, you know, took advantage of a situation when, when Drew Brees uh, got hurt in 2019, he played five games, started five games for them, went five and zero, did really well. And he set himself up for a huge payday. Remember last offseason when all these veteran quarterbacks were, were, were available. I mean, he cashed in with the Panthers and good for him, but now they're, you know, they're already, they're ready to move on from him already. And now they're going to be, if they cut him, they're going to save some money, but you're still going to have a lot of dead money uh, this year and next year. So, you know, it's, 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 it's an interesting um, uh, thing, but I don't know. I don't, to me, I'd want to get that guy at that quarterback right from day one and put him in my system and throw him out there and have him be the starter, you know, and uh, that, that brings me to my next topic. Actually, it, it transitions quite nicely into what I want to talk about next. And that's this ongoing desire. Not even, I don't even call it a desire, this urgency that people have when it comes to the Steelers and finding the heir apparent to Ben, you know, now if, if, if Ben Roethlisberger was gone, you know, if they decided to move on from him, if he decided to retire, then bringing in a guy like Sam Darnold would have made perfect sense. But since he stayed, since he's still here and he's going to be playing for at least 2021, meaning Ben, you know, where, where's all this urgency coming from to bring another quarterback in, you know, uh, there, there's there's talk the talks kind of heating up a little bit uh, about Justin Fields, the Ohio State quarterback. A lot of people are, are, are talking about the the bromance be, between him and Mike Tomlin when they when, when Tomlin visited his pro day, and they're speculating now. And it's not just uh, a BTSC. Uh, Michael Beck wrote an article on Friday about that, but it's national. Like a lot of these national pundits, like Adam Schefter said the other day. He heard that the Steelers are in the market for a quarterback this draft. And I know his, his, he, he's one of the best insiders going and his information is usually pretty good, but I just don't get where this, where this is all coming from as far as they have to get a quarterback this year. Like every, every off season, you seem to hear that about from, from especially the national types the national pundits, they have to get a quarterback this off season. And then of course the fans say it, the local media, they're, 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 they're they talk about that too. And I just don't understand it because, uh, you know, with Ben coming back, it, 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 it seems to me like you wouldn't bring him back. And I've said this before, but it doesn't seem to matter. I've said this before. If you brought him back for 2021, then you're going to, you're doing so with the intent of trying to win in 2021, whatever that means, a championship, a division, you're certainly going to try to compete, right? That's your, that's your goal to contend, to compete. So, 
why bring in a quarterback with the number one pick and uh, when you when you have been here instead of trying to address another need, you know, tackle, uh, not receiver, tackle, running back, whatever, you know, to me, that's you owe that to your team. If you're bringing back this veteran quarterback, this 39-year-old quarterback, then you owe it to your team and to him to try to put the best possible product on the field for 2021, you know, and like the whole grooming thing. I've talked about this a million times. It, it, it doesn't matter. It might, you know, you can point to Patrick Mahomes and say he sat on the bench uh, and then he played Aaron Rodgers sat on the bench and, and, and he came in, but those guys would have been great. If you threw them in right, right from the, the, the moment they were drafted, if you just threw them in and said, go play quarterback for us. They would have been good. They're that special, right? Same with Ben. He 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 was thrown in because Maddox got hurt, and 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 he he's been you know it's you know, the rest is history, right? You can say it about so many quarterbacks, right? Um, if, if you want to talk about people, examples of people who've been in a system for a while, uh, Mason Rudolph's been been here for what? It'll be his fourth year. If everything goes according to plan in twenty twenty one, and Ben doesn't get hurt. Uh, uh, Mason Rudolph will have uh, finished out his rookie deal. And all we'll know about him is that he played 10 games in, in 2019. Uh, he played, uh, he mopped up a couple of times in 2020 and he started the, the last game of, uh, of the regular season. Maybe he does that exact same thing in 2021 and then he'll be, a, he'll be, he'll be a free agent. Now you have to make a decision on him, but you don't know anything about him because he's been in your system for four years. He knows your playbook, but you don't know if he's good or not. And a lot of people already think he's bad because of those that small sample size. But we don't really know for sure because he he wasn't uh, thrown in to the, as a starter from day one. He didn't um, spend four years as a starter uh, for the Steelers. So we don't really know if he if he could, if he has more potential or not. So and 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 to me, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna find Ben's replacement. You do it, and I've said this before, and I, I keep I, I keep realizing I, I I realize I keep saying I said this before because I it seems like I say it all the time. Um, when Ben retires, or they cut him, or whenever that is, you're going to draft a quarterback, and you're going to throw him in, and you're going to see what happens. And it's not it's not that simple, of course. You know, you're, you're gonna you're gonna want to surround him with 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 the the best cast possible as far as uh, teammates. In, in coaching, you're going to want to um, build around his strengths as a quarterback. And I have all the faith in the world that the Steelers are going to do that because they're the Steelers. And, and, and I hate to say, talk like that, because I know they're not a perfect organization and they have their, they have their issues. They certainly have their issues. Uh, you know, nobody's, you know, the, the Steeler way is a myth. I think we, we, we can all admit to that. But one thing that's, that's been their calling card forever since the seventies is stability in the front office in coaching, you know, at the head coach. Uh, it's a family. It's a family-run business. It's a family-owned business. That's not going to change. Um, you know, they, they've had what, like three, you know, not not official general managers, but three guy, three people who who have uh, performed that those duties since the seventies. Uh, Haley, Todd Haley's dad, I think that's who it was, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Of course, then Tom Donahoe in the nineties late eighties into the nineties. And of course, Kevin Colbert. So, uh, you know, and then of course they've had three head coaches. So, you know, there's going to be stability there. You know, the thing that drives me mad about so many of these 
teams that invest in a quarterback in the draft is they're, 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 they're teams are train wrecks. You know, they're always firing their coaches. Like by the time some of these quarterbacks reach their third, third season, they're on their second head coach and their second GM. And, and, and they're, they're selling off all their, all their assets for draft picks. So how do you expect a, a young quarterback to develop in, in an environment like that? You know, it's ridiculous. And I don't see that happening with the Steelers. You know, I think they made a mistake. Uh, I don't want to say made a mistake, but they, they didn't know any better in the early 80s. When, when they had their first dynasty in the 70s, that was their first taste of winning, right? That was their first taste of winning as an organization. They had 40 years of, of just nothing, losing. They were, they were, they were the, the, the laughing stock of, of the NFL, of sports. Johnny Carson made jokes about them on, during his monologues on, on The Tonight Show. They were a laughing stock. And then they had this, this 10-year run, this historic run, where they, had, they, they drafted all these Hall of Famers, legendary defense, Bradshaw, Stallworth, Franco, Swanee, you know, the whole bit. Uh, Mike Webster, it was, it was great. And then when it was time to, to, to do it again, you know, maybe they didn't place as much importance on the quarterback as they should have. And in fact, Chuck Knoll said that you know, infamous, in, infamously when he passed on Dan Marino in the 83 draft. He, he said to whoever he said it to, uh, we, built on, we built with defense the first time. We're going to do it again. He, he picked Gabe Rivera. Obviously, you know, that, that old school thinking was still pretty prevalent, not just in Pittsburgh, but all around the NFL, even in the 80s into the 90s. We saw that with, with, with Bill Cowher. You know, he was all about run, rushing the ball and defense. And, you know, they didn't really invest in the quarterback like they, like, like, like they should have. You know, Mark Malone was, their first round, was the first round pick in 1980. They didn't do that again until Big Ben in 2004. You know, they had a you know, few third-round picks. Cordell was a, Cordell Stewart was a second-round pick. You know, they, they, they didn't really fully commit. They, they brought in David Woodley. Uh, they, brought, they brought in Todd, Todd Blackledge, you know, five years after he was the number one pick. You know, they, Kent Graham, right? You know, Tommy Maddox, who was a former number one pick, but he was basically a cast-off journeyman by that by the time he got here. So they, they didn't really fully invest in the quarterback. And I think I don't think they're going to make that mistake again. They're going to they're gonna, uh, bring a guy in when it's time to do that, whoever that is, uh, presumably in the first round, and they're going to they're gonna know what to do this time. They're, 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 I'm, not, I'm not saying it's going to work. You know, there are no guarantees. That, that, that it, it'll work. I mean, you look at some of these quarterbacks. I mean, people are talking about Justin Fields. Oh, they have, to, they have to trade up to get Justin Fields. They were saying the same thing three years ago, or was it two years ago, about Dwayne Haskins. And now they have him as their third string quarterback on a prove-it deal. Mitch Trubisky uh, rose up the, the draft boards back in 2017. He bypassed Patrick Mahomes and, 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 and all those guys. And, and, and he was the second pick in that draft. Now he's Josh Allen's backup, who was drafted in 2018 by the Bills, He's, he he went there to be the their backup. So there are no guarantees, but I, I know they're going to give it the they're going to give it their all. They're going to give it the best shot. They're going to you know you look at the the Ravens are a great example. You know I know it's, it pains me to say this, but the Ravens are a great organization. They're a well-run organization, stable front office, great head coach. Even though he's a jerk, John Harbaugh is a great head coach. And they, they drafted Lamar Jackson, and they knew what to do with him. They knew that they had to tailor their team around him. So halfway through his rookie year, he was the man. Joe Flacco was out, and it was Lamar Jackson's team. 
And I, and I think the Steelers are going to be that same way with whomever their quarterback, their new quarterback eventually is in the future. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to make that commitment, if you're going to take that risk and, and, and commit to that quarterback, why not do it when the time is right? You know, why trade up now? Like to people talk about them trading up for Justin Fields, you know, first of all, that would, that would be a lot. They would have to give up to get him. I'm at least a couple first round picks, if not more than that, to, 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 tra- to trade up high enough to grab him, you know, and there's no guarantees there that he's going to be anything. There's, a, there's no guarantees that even Trevor Lawrence is going to be anything. I, I, I know that shocks a lot of people, but that wouldn't surprise me if Trevor Lawrence was, his face was on one of those, I always say those websites that are linked to the bottom of other websites, you know, the biggest draft, draft busts of all time. It wouldn't surprise me one bit if you saw Trevor Lawrence in his long hair uh, pictured on some draft bust article in like 2025. So there are no guarantees. So if you're going to do that, if you're going to if you're going to be aggressive, why not do it when you can take that guy and make him make him the man right away? Whether it's Justin, you know, next year's Justin Fields, next year's Trevor Lawrence, next year's uh, Zach Wilson. That's the way to do it. Why do you think the Jets? Traded Sam Darnold, who, by the way, is another example. Third overall pick three years ago. Now he's with the Panthers. And now they're going after Zach. They're going to draft Zach Wilson. Why do you think that the, the Jets got rid of Darnold? Because they want to draft Zach Wilson and put him in right away and make him the guy from day one. That's how you should do it. That way it gives you five years to find out about the guy. Not just one year, not just two years, not even three years, but five years. Just think about it. Like, like say they, 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 they draft Justin Fields this year in the first round and he sits for this year and he's, just, he's the man next year. Well, now you have 2022 and 2023. And then by 2024, you're going to have to decide, do we, do we pick up the fifth year option on him? Yeah. You, Cause you have to decide that before his, before his fourth year kicks in. So, you know, that's only two years to find out about that guy as opposed to three, <coughs> excuse me, I'm getting all worked up. So anyway, those are my thoughts. Uh, to, to sum it all up, when, when, when the time is right, the Steelers are going to get their man a quarterback. It doesn't mean he's going to be the man, but they're going to get their man, and they're going to do everything they can to make him the man because they're the Steelers. And that's all I have to say about that. And on that note, that brings to, to a close the first half of this episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, don't go anywhere. I am going to be right back. If you're listening on an audio platform, please do me a favor. I have all this energy tonight. Please download part two of this episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. I will be right back. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. 
subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.